Hey guys, it's Brandon Lewis here with the TenCon Big 7 Weekend Update. And we are going to be doing this newscast old school. What does old school mean? No graphics, straight from Brandon Lewis's old decrepit phone and into your ear hole and or uh, visual cortex, depending on where you're viewing this from. And what type of uh, cut-rate journalist would try to bring you this type of information in this primitive fashion? Well, probably the kind that actually tells you the truth because I am not a slave to the corporate paymasters, nor am I a Democrat masquerading as a journalist. Let's get right into the headlines. First things first, twice deported illegal alien charged with two separate murders in the same week in Nashville as the GOP leadership in Tennessee continues to do nothing about the illegal immigration crisis in Tennessee. Representative Andy Ogles joins efforts to ban Palestinian refugees from entering the U.S. and protesters clash in Nashville. Queer couple turned tricks for at least two years while working as substitute teachers in Tennessee schools. <laughs> More on this in a minute. Tennessee Democrat school board member bashes state's prohibitive concepts law and insults Blunt County conservatives. Superintendent threatens to file lawsuit against Tennessee over classical education charter school initiative. Christian homeschool family targeted by the Biden administration for deportation. It's amazing that they've ever targeted anybody for deportation. Uh, gets one year extension. Task force to work out a letter grading system for Tennessee public schools. Lord. And other stories that uh, I'm sure that you will find amusing. But first, please do go to uh, wherever you get your podcast and search for Tennessee Conservative. Also, give us a five-star review. It really helps people find us. We have begun to rank with our Rinky Dink podcast here uh, nationally as people find and share our content. And do uh, text the word news, N-E-W-S, to 423-205-5600. That's 423-205-5600. And follow us on the social media platforms where we have not been shadow banned. Uh, Facebook is, is a communist despotism uh, <laughs> online, and we have been shadow banned there. Uh, but you can follow us on X and or Twitter, Gab, Getter Truth, Rumble, and MeWe. On to the stories. First story here. Twice deported. Illegal alien. Charged with two separate murders in the same week in Nashville. Honduran national Kevin Castro Garcia has been charged with both the fatal shooting of Elmer Nahum Miranda Martinez and 26-year-old Brandon Ravez Noriega, both of Nashville. Uh, reports indicate that on September 27th, a burning car was found in a wooded area with the remains of a body in the trunk who had been shot. The body was identified as Martinez. Well, that's one way to do it. Kill him, put him in a truck's trunk, set the car on fire. With multiple gunshot wounds, several tattoos uh, cut from the victim's body, I guess you got to show proof of uh, purchase, was found on a piece of property inside a Ford Focus parked behind an abandoned trailer. Who wants to die in a Ford Focus? I know I don't. The alleged killer was deported from the United States on two separate occasions in 2018 and 2010. Now, who says our legal immigration center is broken, uh, the, the system? I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, the alleged killer, uh, since 2020, crimes committed by those who have entered the U.S. illegally has skyrocketed because of the Biden administration and because of the Lee administration doing nothing about the problem. 
Both criminal convictions by type nationwide have also risen as the border becomes more permeable by the day, and policies in large urban areas typically run by soft-on-crime Democrats like Tim Kelly in Chattanooga allow for the release of most violent criminals little more than a few hours after their arrest. The legitimate question Americans find themselves asking is why are we dealing with crimes committed by people who have never, you know, are not citizens, should not be here anyway? And it's because we have rhinos and Democrats leading uh, both the state and the national uh, front on illegal immigration. Next story. Representative Andy Ogles joins effort to ban Palestinian refugees from entering the U.S. and protesters clash in Nashville. Congressman Andy Ogles has joined Congressman uh, Tom Tiffany in filing a bill that would prevent the Biden administration from allowing Palestinians to enter the U.S. seeking refuge in light of the ongoing conflict between Israel and Hamas. The prospective legislation is called the Guaranteeing Aggressors Zero Admission or Gaza Act, and it would propose a ban on issuing visas to any Palestinians uh, attempting to flee Gaza coming to the United States. Uh, while a ban like this may not prevent uh, previous infiltration, it would better ensure Hamas members are not being let into the country. I mean, if you got a porous border, I'm like, well, what good is this going to do? If I'm a Palestinian and I want to get into the country and I want to get around this, I'll just do what every other illegal immigrant is doing in Tennessee and in the U.S. right now. I'll just go across the southern border. Tensions continue to rise across the country between those who are pro-Israel and those who are pro-Palestine. In fact, downtown Nashville already saw this in a heated debate take place between protesters in the last week on Saturday, October 14th. A pro-Palestinian protest started out with about a dozen individuals present, but the group quickly grew into several hundred despite the horrific realities of war. No matter what country is involved, the pro-Palestinian narrative continues to maintain a chokehold on mainstream and social media platforms. Guys, listen. If you want to get good interviews that are competently done with Tennessee newsmakers from a conservative perspective that is not uh, shot through the lens of liberal Democrat corporatism, which is about all you can get in Tennessee's mainstream media except for our outlet, I do encourage you to go see Steve uh, Abramowitz and the Mill Creek View podcast, Tennessee, put Tennessee on the end of it, on free speech platforms, Rumble, and anywhere that you get your podcast. Steve's CEO special is a series focused on American business owners doing good business and is now available in its entirety on your favorite platform. Steve also recently interviewed the Tennessee Conservatives' own, very talented, Adelia Kirchner, who reports for us uh, and uncovering the falsehoods put out by many rhino Republicans and the usual suspects. Adelia has her own podcast called The Subtle Rampage Podcast. You should check it out. And if you're interested in getting caught up in Florida, Mill Creek View has a po podcast hosted by Kat Stancil. And in Washington State, they have one hosted by Vincent Cavallari. Check out my friend Steve and subscribe to his podcast. You'll be glad you did. Next story. Occasionally, we do reporting here that gets picked up nationally. And this is one of them. And it got picked up recently by a, uh, uh, I think, a, a publication in the United Kingdom. It's quite interesting. Here's the headline. Queer couple turned tricks for at least two years while working as substitute teachers in Tennessee schools. A queer couple who prostituted themselves for at least two years while also working as substitute teachers in Tennessee schools, well, at least the job description is similar, uh, were busted 
in an undercover sting four months after we reported that one of them was working at an elementary school in Hamilton County. 22-year-old uh, Ezra Fry, who worked at East Ridge Elementary School, was told not to return to school, but was allegedly working at Windmere Elementary at the time of the arrest in August, along with 25-year-old trans, quote, husband, uh, David Acevedo, who worked at Calvin Donaldson Elementary. Both were working as special education teachers, according to what police reports said. Chattanooga Police Narcotics and Detectives found a large amount of drug paraphernalia and a 22 caliber revolver during an undercover prostitution sting. The couple were both charged with a misdemeanor for unlawful drug paraphernalia, prostitution, and promoting prostitution, among other citations. An officer was told that one of them had been uh, engaging in uh, prostitution, quote, for several years as a way to earn extra money. This is why you do not talk to the police and you get a lawyer. Don't tell them how long you've been doing this stuff. Come on, people. Employed by Education Management and Staffing Solutions. Now, if, if you need if you need good substitute teachers, if you need good ones, really good ones, like the ones that have diverse employment experience that they can bring to the special education community, these are the people that you want to call. I mean, they jack of all trades, prostitutes, substitute teachers. It just runs the gamut. Who is responsible for providing staff for the school districts? Fry had not worked in a Hamilton County school since August, but uh, Vado, Ace of Vado, Vado, I don't know how to pronounce these names, uh, was suspended without pay on August 29th, back in April. When a photo of Fry made the rounds on social media, concerned citizens spoke up about having the right to know who's teaching the young people of Tennessee. Following that incident, Fry allegedly tried to get the teacher who had taken the photo fired. See something, say something. We're living in this world now where they want to so confuse us and so manipulate us and so shame us uh, in media and academia and culturally so that when we see something that we know is corrupt and evil and if it's pervasive in and around kids that we're supposed to shut up or we're hateful. Proof's in the pudding right here, guys. The ESS website says that the company conducts a criminal background check on all potential substitute teachers before they are hired in accordance with Tennessee law. They might want to do social media searches too. Heads up, a closed-circuit transmission to the Education Management and Staffing Solutions Company. Whoever you are, step it up. This is pathetic. And so this is like the whole argument, right, about public education. Uh, not only are we failing to achieve academically anything of any significance. We're not able to improve it. Not only are we remarkably wasteful with our tax dollars, with only 50-some-odd percent of it making it into the classroom, not only are these schools spending more money than private alternatives that are half as much, doing twice as much, we also have to contend with the poor performance, with uh, being locked in these failing schools that are obviously very dangerous and full of people that should not be around kids, we we uh, we have to endure the indoctrination and the sexualization of kids, and our governor who promised real school choice, and Cameron Sexton and Randy McNally and the rest of the folks that are leading the education of our kids in Tennessee are failing epically, and we're just supposed to roll over and put up with it. Guys, we got to advocate for real, no strings attached tax rebates in the next legislative session. This is ridiculous. Next story. Tennessee Democrat School Board member bashes state's prohibited concept law and insults Blount County conservatives. The Blount County Democrat Party 
welcome Vandy Kemp, a member of the Blount County Schools Board of Education, to discuss the Tennessee Department of Education's rules regarding prohibited concepts and instruction in the guidelines for parents, students, and teachers who wish to report a violation of these rules. Early on in her message, Kemp said that she thinks, quote, teachers ought to be activists. Why? Why should teachers be activists? Oh, I'd love to go send my kid to a school that most of the employees are Democrat activists. That should turn out real well for the values being in line at my house and at school. And that educators should learn to use euphemisms to avoid being held responsible for violating policies. She boldly stated while making the presentation to Blunt County School Counselors, quote, uh, I told them a lot of stuff that I told them was probably illegal for teachers to use in classrooms, but their counselors said they're a little bit different over there in Blunt County. Referencing recent concerns raised by Blunt County residents at school board meetings about inappropriate books and school libraries, can't claim that those residents are reading off scripts and we're not members of Blunt County. I, she said, quote, I'm absolutely convinced that Blunt County has been targeted by outside organizations. I know these people personally. They live in Blunt County, honey. She encouraged members of the Democratic Party to show up at school board meetings, preparing to match the other side speech for speech. She boldly stated, there can be a perception out there that conservatives are the majority. Oh gosh, they're not the majority at all. However, real statistics show overwhelmingly that Blunt County is in fact conservative. This lady's supposed to be in education, right? There's a theory, but they're not. Why well, don't maybe look research, look at some numbers. I know that Democrats and liberals in general uh, and leftists are allergic to numbers uh, because they indicate performance and reality. Uh, but the numbers are, are what they are. Kent bragged that not only is she a school board member, she's also the head of the policy board that develops and clarifies school policies at the Board of Education. Then she re replayed some of the details from an especially heated recent board meeting, prefacing the story with the following quote, I just want to say right here that I'm a practicing devout Christian, and so I really struggle with this, but I have to tell you, the Christians with the little c came out in busloads that night, quote. With her clear disregard for citizens, parents, and students that have differing opinions of her own, Kemp spent much of her time speculating and insulting people she claims to represent. So if you read the scriptures, I have a hard time finding uh, the case for advocating homosexuality. Email me the scriptures that advocate for that, if you can find them. Now, what you can find are a lot that, that are very strict and explicit in the opposite direction. You can find them. It's either there, you can read the words, it's very plain, it is repeated both in the Old and New Testament, and in all kinds of uh, sexual impurity, immorality, etc. Okay? Now, as I've often said, I'm no choir boy. But we, we need to at least start with what's healthy for kids if we have any hope to get to what's healthy for kids. Now, I don't think the government can ever do it. And they've had their opportunity to do it for decades, even under Republican leadership, and they failed. I think we just need to move on. We just need to move on. Give everybody their money back and move on. Superintendent threatens to file a lawsuit against Tennessee over classical charter school initiatives. Jackson Madison County School System Superintendent Dr. Marlon King has threatened to sue the state of Tennessee over the approval of classic educational charter schools initiatives. If your schools are so great, Dr. King, why would anybody want to go to a different one? Probably because your schools might suck a little. 
and people want alternatives. The district denied ACE charter school application on two different occasions prior to the decision from the state. These denials, alongside with multiple other Tennessee counties, are what drove ACE to uh, finally submit an appeals to the state charter commission. The Tennessee Public Charter School Commission that over, uh, then overturned the school district's decision to vote against allowing American classical education to move forward with their classical education model, school, and initiative in the district. According to the Tennessee Conservative Source, Superintendent King has said that he will sue the state to keep this from happening and maintains that he is not opposed to the idea of charter schools, just this one specifically. What a crock of crap. Another source noted that his stance is inconsistent with Dr. King's previous stance against charter schools in general. The superintendent has also allegedly stated there's a different charter school initiative he wants to bring to the district instead of ACE, despite the fact that the other charter school has not yet gone through the process of submitting an official application to the school board district. It is possible that the board will vote on pursuing the lawsuit against the state, which would inevitably take a toll on taxpayer dollars. Who gives a rip about that anyway? They're already wasting gobs of it. That's what they do for a living. This guy, Dr. King, wastes taxpayer dollars for a living and produces really low results in performance. And it, he, he thinks that because he sucks at delivering performance that he is then entitled to make the lives of parents and taxpayers and kids even worse and to deny them other educational opportunities. Fantastic. Great work, buddy. All right, guys. Listen here. I'm going to have to do this without any props, but I need you to go to the Tennessee Conservative website, tennesseeconservative.com, and hit that support button. Make a monthly donation for the love of Pete. Well, why don't we got more conservative news outlets, Brandon? Well, let me look at your bank account. Oh, I see here that you have never donated to a conservative cause with any consistency. You're the problem, okay? <laughs> You're the problem. Get off your wallet. Go give 5, 10, 15, 25, 50 bucks a month. You will never miss it. We're the only news publication that is giving you what you need to know the truth that is not uh, bound, constrained, or otherwise uh, muffled by left-leaning corporate dollars and primarily, almost exclusively, a team of Democrat journalists lying to you morning, noon, and night about what's going on in Tennessee at the state and local level, much less the national. If you give any amount, we will send you two bumper stickers. One says, Don't California, my Tennessee. The other one says, Stop feeding the rhinos, and we'll send you a directory of your state and local elected, your state officials, that is, in both the House and the Senate. If you get $50 or more, we will give you our proud Tennessee conservative tumbler and koozie, and you will get my heartfelt thanks. Guys, it is a thin red line of donors that keeps our publication floating. I do this for free. I don't take a penny out of it. So I don't think I'm asking too much <laughs> when I ask you to put your money where your mouth is. We can't be keyboard warriors. We've got to put our money and our time in what makes a difference. And you can also mail your checks to P.O. Box 625, P.O. Box 625, Signal Mountain, Tennessee, 37377. We do take checks. People have sent us gas cards. Uh, occasionally we do get cash at events. I'll take anything. I'll take, I'll take coupons that have monetary value. Whatever you can mail to that mailbox, we will take it, and we will be happy for it, and we will use it in a way that's efficient and effective. I would say that we are more efficient and effective, uh, even though we are a for-profit organization. Um, we are probably more efficient and effective in our mission than any other nonprofit conservative organization in the state of Tennessee. I'd take that to the mat.
Next story, Christian homeschooling family targeted by the Biden administration for deportation gets one-year extension. U.S. Customs and Border Protection has documented over 2.8 illegal aliens coming into the U.S. between October 22 and August 2023. Instead of doing something about this unprecedented national crisis, the current administration is going after a homeschooling family that has lived in Morristown, Tennessee, peacefully and without issue for a decade. The Romanov uh, family fled Germany in 15 years ago when their fundamental rights as parents to direct their children's education were denied. Well, shit, that sounds like Tennessee. Excuse my language. Pardon me. Hopefully there's no kids in the car. How often have we watched rhinos in Tennessee refuse to give people educational choice? How often have we seen rhinos in Tennessee try to tinker with homeschooling to put all kinds of controls and things on it? How many times in Tennessee have we seen school boards and superintendents like Captain Watts-Face we just reported who want to do what? Funk with the fundamental rights as parents to direct their children's education. They fled there 15 years ago because of it. We're living in it in Tennessee right now. And as Republicans, we have got to hold our elected officials accountable for their poor performance in education and the wasteful spending. And we've got to give our kids chances to get out of these schools with all this sexual immorality, with all these issues. I'm sorry I get heated about this issue, but this is like the number one biggest budget thing Tennessee does, and it's failing at it. We need to do better. Homeschooling in Germany is permitted only in very narrow circumstances. That's what they'd like to see here in Tennessee, too. The family faced fines exceeding their income, had children forcibly removed from their home, sounds like something Penny Schwinn and the DHS folks would like to get in on, and taken to school and were threatened with the possibility of their children being taken away permanently, you know, to comply or lose your kids. That's where they want to take it. Upon arriving in the United States, Homeschool Legal Defense Association helped them apply for asylum. It took five years of legal battles amid public outcry for it to be granted. Indefinite deferred action status in 2014 allowed them to live and work without fear of being deported, suddenly and without warning. During a routine check-in September 2023, uh, the Romanacs learned that their deferred status was revoked. They were given just four weeks to apply for German passports. Two of their children are American citizens, and they have two children who are married to American citizens. Uh, being deported to Germany would mean that the family would be fractured and face persecution again in a country where opposition to homeschooling has only increased in the last decade. And the other thing that drives me crazy about this story, when people homeschool, and there's like this hate, this, this you want to talk about hate, from the left and even from the right, about homeschooling. And you even have like judges that we've had to report on that like homeschool is no school, even though statistically we know that those who are homeschooled perform better academically, socially, and in their career in most cases than kids that go to public school overall. We know these things to be true. However, we get we persecute homeschool kids. You got a family of three, you're saving the state of Tennessee about thirty-six thousand dollars a year. And you're having to take your own time and money and do it. These people should get a medal. They should not be persecuted by the government, but that's what happens. Should the Romanics, I don't know, Rome Romics? I don't know how to pronounce this name, be forced to return criminal charges against them would almost be guaranteed. According to HSLDA, a public outcry once again helped them get a one-year reprieve. 
what a clown show the immigration system is, both in Tennessee and all over the nation. Now, the funny thing about all this is, at least it is to me, sorry, I got I got things coming in the windows over here. That's a yellow jacket. If I get stung and swell up, I mean, the Democrats and liberals would rejoice, but you'll know what's going on. Hopefully I'm not attacked. Um, with the homeschooling, it just amazes me that our lawmakers are so um, are so slow to allow any type of tax rebate to people who are really do, doing society a favor, right? Okay, well you take this money and you know waste it on other kids where they can't learn, uh, indoctrinate them, right? Use it for those purposes. When instead they should be incentivizing people. It makes no sense, but it is a government job factory, and there's nothing so permanent as a temporary government program we all know. Next story, task force to work out letter grading system for Tennessee public schools. You know what this is all about? This is all about the fact that they don't want to provide parents and taxpayers with information that basically says their school sucks. Because when you're, you know, so when you go to uh, eat somewhere and there's that certificate on the wall and it says, oh, this place got 100, this place got a 90, this place got a, a 72 on their health inspection. It allows you to make informed decisions about the cleanliness of the restaurant and the food prep, whether you want to eat there or not. The reason this has been dragged around forever, just like the third grade retention law and every other reform that they've tried to put into education to make it better, which hasn't worked, is because they know that a lot of schools are going to have F's and D's and C's and very few A's and B's. And they don't want to put that in front of parents. This is all about trying to shirk accountability, and it's all about trying to hide the very poor academic performance and customer service in these schools. It's about, it's about uh, gaslighting parents and taxpayers. After seven years, seven years, you can't figure out how to give a letter grade to a school. And we're supposed to trust you with the kids. Seven years. Give me seven minutes. The Tennessee Department of Education is finally making some forward progress with the development of a system for assigning letter grades to schools. Well, they've already started saying no grade below 50 in many schools, right? No grade below 50. If you don't turn it in, if you cheat, I'm sure that the schools are probably going to come up with something like that. No grade below C. Nobody needs to know the truth, right? The state law requiring the system was passed in 2017. But the department did not get the program started before the pandemic. The intention of the grading system is to provide an overview of how each school performs during the academic year and to be able to make comparisons over time. Comparisons for what reason? You're stuck in your failing schools district no matter what. Compared to what? Well, I see here that the school sucks. Well, how does it compare to other schools that are good? Well, it doesn't matter because we can't afford to move there anyway. According to TDOE, the initial delay due to the pandemic was compounded by the U.S. Department of Education's requirement for the state-adjusted school accountability plan to comply with federal requirements. Federal money. We need to run education without it. Education Commissioner Lizette Gonzalez-Reynolds stated that, quote, The next phase of work brings us one step closer to fulfilling the state's promise to its citizens to create a letter-grade curriculum 
or calculation rather, for schools that is transparent, meaningful, and easy to understand. This group will move forward with those goals in mind to help create calculations to clearly show how Tennessee schools performing so that they can target students' academic needs. Lots of word salad there, very little substance. Let me rephrase what uh, Lizette Gonzalez-Reynolds is saying here. We're stalling because the schools suck, and we're trying to figure out, but we've had seven years and we couldn't figure it out, how to make it look like sucky schools are doing better when you've only got X number of letter grades. Good luck. The only way you're going to be able to do that, uh, Ms. Reynolds, is to lie. Which educators, and, and especially in Tennessee, and those that are in the upper echelons of administration have gotten exceedingly good at. They're not really educators. They're just politicians. They're just appointed politicians. All material, including slideshows and recordings from the meetings, can be found in the link in the article on the website. That's TennesseeConservativeNews.com. That's all I got, guys. This is a short one. Short one. Done low tech. Done low tech. So for those of you, hopefully the audio is halfway decent, but I, I got stuff to do. This entire week, I've been working on my painting business as I move into my busy season uh, with the Academy for Professional Painting Contractors, and uh, I have recently hired um, a fantastic lady that's amazing, a uh, former CEO of a large uh, painting franchise. We had worked together for years, and whenever you bring somebody in that has lots of talent and experience, it creates lots of W-O-R-K, work! Creates lots of work, planning work, recording work, video work, program work, and guess what? All the other work that normally goes on still has to go on, and you're in the middle of the busy season. So that's why you're getting this short and simple, because old Brandon it, it, has got to work, you know, it's harvest season, so to speak, uh, with my particular business. So that's what's been going on with me. Uh, what am I doing this weekend? Well, I guess it's kind of Friday's like the weekend. I just came back from Signal Mountain Nursery. I uh, went on a little field trip uh, with the kids, and that was fun uh, at school. It was right here close to the house. Um, this weekend, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't think I got anything major. I know that my, my wife, I believe, is going to a women's conference at church uh, tomorrow morning. I've got some work to do on the computadora, which is going to take a lot of typing, etc., for me. And then I've got to plant three plants that have died, maybe maybe four, if I can find the replacement for it. Uh, and I don't even know that I've got the right replacement plants. I don't, these, I'm, these things look suspect out here. I don't know if they're the same thing. I'm going to go compare them here in a minute. Um, what else? i got to get back in the gym. got to get back in the gym. I missed. My, I got off my regular gym routine this week and only got to work out once. So like i got to leave here about 4.30, lickety-split, try to get that done. Uh, what else is going on? Just getting ready for the winter, right? The, the leaves are changing all around the house. There's wood to split out in the woods. Uh, I want to plant some plants on my little uh, wooded path around the house and see if we can get some perennials uh, coming up, some, some buds and some seeds uh, out uh, in the woods, things that will grow with virtually no sunlight that's direct. Uh, so we're going to see how that goes. That's, that, that's a boring a boring life, right? I'm sorry that, that I live this very boring, domesticated life that is that is full of work, friends, and family, and faith. And, but that's, that's what we need. Uh, that's what people want more of. But I'll close with this. They're not going to leave you alone. 
conservative Christians, wake up. They're not going to leave you alone. You can continue to complain and keyboard warrior, uh, but they're coming for your way of life. They're, they're coming for your values. They're coming for your religion. They're coming for everything you hold dear. And the only way to stop it is to get the truth out there and with your time and with your money to support conservative organizations, candidates, and causes. So please do help us. Conservative uh, folks got to get off the sidelines. It, it, it is not enough to be politically aware. That's pointless. You know, the point of when you become politically aware, the point of diminishing returns has already happened. Now it's time for action. Time and money needs to be invested. Please do help us. Um, this is a difficult job that we have here at the Tennessee Conservative, but it makes it a lot easier when uh, conservatives come behind us and support us. So please do go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com, hit that support button, or mail your checks to P.O. Box uh, 625, uh, Signal Mountain, Tennessee, 37377. And for all of you, and you know who you are, who write the bigger checks, who send those things in randomly, occasionally I go check the mailbox, and I'm like, I shouldn't be, but I'm like, I don't call it embarrassed, but I'm like so uh, amazingly grateful, like humbled, which is something you see politicians say all the time. I'm humbled to be, I'm like, the heck you are. You're the least humble person I ever met. And I, I don't call myself humble either, okay? But I, I just, it is humbling when people support you because they believe in your mission. Because we do good work. We do good work. And uh, we, we, we call attention to things that get improved. We call attention to things that, that, that don't happen because our rhinos are plotting in darkness. And when we bring the light, there's consequences. So for all those reasons and more, we need your support as we head, especially moving into the winter, uh, as we get ready to gear up for the legislative session in January. It'll be here before we know it. Guys, I love you. Hope you have a great weekend. I appreciate you tuning in. Do give us a five-star review before you leave here, and make sure that you subscribe to our Twitter feed, X feed, uh, whenever you can. It's about the only free speech platform we've got left with any significant size because uh, Facebook has turned us way down, and I need your help. All right, guys, be good. Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you next week. See ya.